Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Would you consider it to be polyamory for an individual to have a love relationship with a robot or a virtual reality avatar? Would that be under the umbrella of polyamory? You know, I generally ask other people what they think is polyamory. I'm hesitant to define that, I appreciate that. for people. Yeah. You know, like if the person involved with the AI mm-hmm. thinks it is, then yes, I would say legitimately it is for them. Welcome to Multi-Monogamous with Ghost, where we discuss the poly galaxy and many things in between. We cover everything from the origins and history of polyamory and polygamy to various individual experiences within polyamory. Here, we also discuss the deeper issues like poly relationship therapy, the stigmas facing polyamory, and how to redefine various alternative lifestyle companionships. That's right, you got it. You're at the right place at the right time. You're Inside the world of multi-monogamous with ghost. Oh my gosh! Well, there you go. Now people are gonna be like, I wonder if she's on um, edibles or something. Why? <laughs> I promise, I am sober. I am sober today at this moment. Yes. Since we, since we talking about futuristic, you know, what I mean, you know, edibles. And <laughs> I, you yeah, but you want me to be coherent through this conversation, you, right? You don't want me to start getting all lucid. <laughs> that can happen if you know you get intoxicated. So, nah, I want to keep it straight. For the well, that's what we're gonna have. We, we're gonna have a lucid conversation. Oh about God! Technology. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome, welcome back to Multi Monogamous. I'm your host, El Rico Ramon, also known as Ghost. And I'm about to do a big introduction, but once you once you make it to the house, once you make it to the house, you don't get no big introductions no more you know it's basically come on in you know where the food is so without further ado welcome back to the um the poly galaxy multi-monogamous justine monique yes yes back in the multi-monogamous house yes and i did use a coaster for my imaginary drink (laughs) okay Let me see your coaster. I'm, a, I'm an all right house guest, you know. <laughs> well, you, wait, wait. You said you said the drink the uh, the drink would have been. Wait, what? You say soju? Soju. What, yeah. What is that again? It is a Korean liquor that is typically made of rice, but I think more so nowadays it's made of sweet potatoes. Mmm. Yeah, it's delicious. Good, but I don't know if my, if my taste buds would, would react because you said it's similar to sake, right? Or. Mm. 
it, there's a lot of fruity flavored ones. So I feel like if you had some, you had the fruity, would be like, oh, okay, not too shabby, you know, not too shabby. So I need to go to a Korean spot for this. Okay. You don't have to. You can go right to the liquor store. Okay. <laughs> Wait, it's gonna knock me on my ass. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. It depends on your tolerance. You gotta understand. I'm a lightweight. I know my limitations. So <laughs> if I take like a couple shots of those, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm good right now. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know my limitations. Maybe even one shot, I'm good right now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I probably fall now. I probably bring the table with me when I fall. Down. <laughs> oh man, dang! <laughs> how how is uh your new year going? You know, I mean, we're about what seventeen days into the seventeen days like, in, man. It's like to call it the um the European New Year off the Gregorian calendar. Yeah, uh, but nevertheless, we're seventeen days in, so everything yes. cool so far. So far, it is. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I feel like it's between me all right thus far so i can't complain what about you you ain't you ain't had to cat williams anybody lately oh, tell anybody about themselves man. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i i don't think i'm capable of going and publicly airing someone out like that unless they were dead already <laughs> personally just because i wouldn't want the kickback on that even if it's the whole truth and nothing but you still have to know the consequences of you being honest at times. I know that sounds horrible to say because we want to tell people to be honest, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you you just got to measure what you're saying. Is it worth me probably spilling this much tea and you know what's on the table here? So I don't I don't know if I'd go that far with it. Like I so said, the person probably would be dead, you know, for me to feel comfortable to say <laughs> it all. Yeah, man, because I don't want anyone coming after me. I don't know what kind of people they have. You know, they might have some sharpshooters in the back waiting on me for talking too much. You know, so you got to weigh all the pros and cons there. So you're gonna, if you're going to go public with it, I'm saying it's one thing like, you know, you tell a friend or something like that, <laughs> you know, but so, so you're yeah. going to turn it down. You know, you can, you can use this platform to air it out. You don't, you don't want to air it out, do you? I don't want to get sued for possibly <laughs> defamation. You know, that's why I've held back on my own podcast from naming specific <laughs> names. You know, yeah. I'm even sitting on a book that I started working on some years ago, but I was like, I can't put this out yet, because if I put this out, even if I don't name that name, people are going to know exactly who it is, that person, mm-hmm. and specifically, mm-hmm. who's kind of a recurring character, yeah. would know, oh, she talking about me, I am lawyering up right now, mm-hmm. and I don't want that kind of smoke. Yeah, that, that's interesting when it comes to defamation like that. That was, and, and just for, you know, because I don't want to assume that everybody knows who cat williams is if anybody's listening and is like who are they talking about cat williams is um probably more of a legendary comic at this point but he is uh, absolutely <laughs> but he is an icon uh definitely he is definitely one of the top probably 10 20 greatest comedians of all time and long story short did an interview with shannon sharp on his podcast called shay shay and aired a bunch of comedians out and that particular um, interview is about 50 million views, something million views in, and that is unheard of. So he d- he basically did a stand-up interview episode, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, has his own little special going on. <laughs> right, right. And I'm not going to get too much into it, but... Um, you know, just just really, you know, just segueing and, and setting up some of this episode regarding like just the transparency. Like, you know, a lot of people I'm uh, I'm not going to co-sign on anything in particular, but a lot of people just feel like because the year started off a certain way, this is like that. 
let's be brutal let's be brutally mm. rather brutally honest it's a transparent yes i year. keep hearing that i right. keep hearing that people say you know this is the year of like revelation and truths <laughs> and all that and i'm like okay right. y'all i'm gonna sit back and and, and receive this but right uh, me personally i'm not gonna stir up any mess if i don't need to <laughs> right well i'm gonna start some mess right now so <laughs> Ooh, let's go okay <laughs> <No>. okay <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I want. I wanted. Um, <laughs> Justine, don't get me started. <laughs> no, nah, hey, um, you do it to yourself. You know I'm going I, to react. Okay, I know, I you know, already know, know by now. Yeah, you you definitely good for the alley oop. You gonna throw some alley oop so I can dunk it for sure. <laughs> but th- this is this is this is um uh, episode two of a series actually uh regarding. AI, which is artificial intelligence, virtual reality. Um, you can slide um, AR into that, which is augmented reality. You can you can mm-hmm. slide robotics into that. My um, my last episode I I did on this, and we you know what was a solo episode, and I just basically just laid a number of things out there regarding what the future looks like regarding. Uh, companionship relationships in particular as it pertains to virtual reality artificial intelligence you know different dimensional worlds like metaverse and stuff like that and i just figured like who who better to bring on this platform and to make a part of the series than my twin justine monique because i love the way you think and Aww, I just, thank you <laughs> i want to get you yeah i just want to get you like just like <laughs> dive into your mind on like what you've come across what your understanding or overstanding is of it at this present moment and and let's yeah let's just dive into like what the yeah how how strange can this reality look over the next 10 20 30 years regarding um friendships companionships as it pertains to robots being tied into our everyday language you know and how we move and interact with one another man that's that's a big i mean it's a big topic we know people have been talking about Mm -hmm. the whole ai thing a lot Mm -hmm. it's definitely not going anywhere and i don't know if you've noticed as you're using maybe different apps and whatnot or you know moving through the internet but i've been seeing a lot more ai components now it's just like they came up overnight all of a sudden i'm like okay before it seemed to be chat gpt but now i'm seeing all these other sites that are prompting you to use AI functions that weren't there before. So it's definitely not going anywhere anytime soon, that's for sure. Um, As far as robots, we just, as a collective, have always had a fascination with robots. I mean, even when you just look at media, like films I think about in particular, like uh, the one that comes to my mind, earliest memory of robot stuff is A Small Wonder. Do you remember that show? Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah. right. Real throwback. Mm -hmm. I thought that it made me think of that show where the little girl was a robot. But she was, like, adopted or something. I don't remember the whole premise, but the big thing was the chick was a robot (laughs) on this sitcom. And then I think of the movie Bicentennial Man. Do you remember that Mm, one? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Robin Williams, I think it was. Yep. Yep. Robot. And, of course, we know iRobot, X Machina. There's, like, all these other movies out there, you know? So it's robot. I feel like robots are the concept of robots. I've always been a part of our consciousness but now that we're seeing in real time these actual robots being integrated into our lives you know it's it's getting a little different but it's not so much of the over-exaggerated dramatic things we've seen in the media it's more like oh there's robotic technology now that can um, become a medical tool Mm. you know 
Mm-hmm. Which I, that's the kind of technology I'm about. You know, let's do something that's going to uh, hopefully reduce human errors when it comes to things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. You, you say some interesting things regarding just kind of like that immersion of sorts regarding our, our lifestyles. So I remember reading an article. I should have looked for this article, but you just, you know, anybody can Google it, you know. And it was about the youth in Japan or young adults. Uh, I don't know if they're necessarily like um, elementary youth or whatever, but I think they were like young right. adults, like early 20s and stuff like that. And basically what's happening, and this is actually even happening now, you know, as far as procreation is con- uh, concerned, you're seeing like this very sharp decline in procreation regarding children, a mm-hmm. uh, very sharp decline in marriage. We've had that conversation before, obviously. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right, you know? And um, a, a sliver of, of what's going on, I'll, I'll say a sliver because I don't know the statistics and uh, percentages, but a sliver of what's going on is a lot of these individuals, and I'm not just talking about in Japan, even though that's what the article was about, but a lot of these individuals, they are into the gaming world or the VR world and they're spending hours and hours into um, in these worlds and they prefer to socialize and engage with one another in these virtual worlds as opposed to meeting up at the mall or <laughs> meeting up at the movie or after school events etc cetera, etc cetera, or as it pertains to young adults um, you know going out I don't know clubbing something like that so right so, and, and and just to kind of add to that, um, I did I did an uh, uh, an interview on my other podcast, Normal LOL, and it's episode what, what episode number is it again? Just the- <laughs> <laughs> don't I ask me seventy one. I, I remember <laughs> it's episode seventy one. Yeah, and um, and I interviewed this guy named Jack Wilmot and. Why I was so intrigued as it, as it was pertaining to mental health, because that particular platform is about indigenous mental health. I've, been, I've always, nevertheless, I've always been intrigued about how these things intertwine with these new technologies in the future. So I came across Jack Wilmot and this individual, I think he had he had a lot of articles. He had did um, 72 it was 36 or 72 hours in VR world. And I was oh. like, Ooh, I want to talk to him because I want to know like <laughs> what it's like, you know, to be immersed in VR world for that long, you know? So yeah, just kind of, you know, grabbing all this information that I'm talking about. Um, I, my first question is, cause I know you have kids. Are your children, whether all of them or, or any of them in particular, like, do you, are they in the gaming world or, or VR world yet in particular, number one? And number two, well, we'll just ask that question first, and you, we'll get to number two. My eldest, who just moved out, I'm like, damn, I feel really old, um, <laughs> is 19. <laughs> and I guess the closest to VR with that child would be possibly playing The Sims. Uh, no, no, that's not exactly the same, but it is gaming. Um, but my youngest, uh, my 18-year-old son, definitely a total gamer. He is, I'm, when you talked about the social aspect of the kids or the youth or whoever, the young adults in Japan, 
he's a reflection of that, honestly. Yeah. He's not a really a, I want to go out and socialize and hang out. And I've asked these things for years, like, hey, why don't you call one of your friends, hang out, or come stay over or something. He's like, no, nah, I, I get my socializing on Discord and wherever else he is online. I'm just like, oh, okay, like, that's just good enough for him. Yeah. Um, but as far as the actual... Um, like, you know, when I think of the VR stuff, I always think of, like, you know, they got the headset on the Oculus or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have that in particular. I'm surprised he hasn't um, wanted me to, like, you know, give him some money for that or something. But who knows? Maybe that's coming down the pipeline. It's coming. Uh, but, yeah, I would say as far as the virtual stuff, yeah, that's he's definitely online all the time. So what are your thoughts? Um, and you said he's 18, right? Yeah, he's 18. So so he's he's at the point to where he's, quote unquote, considered an adult. Quote yeah, I mean, barely, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. I cool. like to say my kids are starter adults because they're 18 right. and 19. You know what I mean? So right. it's like you're literally starting as an adult. And by the way, y'all, y'all should y'all should see what I see. Justine does not look nothing. Like no mother, she she like oh, she's like she a late twenties or something. Ah, uh, thank you. I get that a lot, but damn it, yeah. I am feeling my age more and more, oh, especially boy. with these hot flashes. Well, that's a whole other story. Oh lord, we ain't gonna talk about the hot flashes again. <laughs> you will not deny my hot flash experience, yeah. sir. I will not deny your hot flash. <laughs> okay, so what are your thoughts? Okay, so your uh, your son. You know, let's say um, over the next five years, he he basically has a strong connection, conviction, and desire to to basically live in these other worlds. You know, as opposed to um, participating and engaging in this what we call here the here and now, as you and mm-hmm. I are speaking, this physical realm. Like he wants to, he wants to be more in in those other worlds how do you how does that make you feel like what's your first feeling what's your first thought that comes to mind my first thought that comes to mind is just my concern about how he's going to be able to ever like quote unquote play the game so to speak as far as social constructs and you know having to fall in line in certain situations when you're actually amongst people that he may be more detached from that and then have maybe possibly some struggles with socializing um, because he already does seem to have a bit of an issue now with social cues, but I think that's more because of his ADHD. And, but then there's this other part of me that's like, I can't blame you for wanting to be a part of that virtual world, you know, because mm. at least you have some control over that. And mm. if it's something that makes you feel safe, you're entertained by that. It's a safe space. I can understand someone being addicted to that, wanting to be more attached to that than the real world. I mean, hell, look at the state of the world right now. Yeah. It is not looking that good. <laughs> you know, So I can understand anyone wanting to tap out of that. Um, and I know these things can become an addiction. Uh, but, I, you know, I've said to friends before, honestly, I would much rather my son be inside and he's gaming than him be out in the street doing who knows what or mm-hmm. picking mm-hmm. up like, you know, developing a substance abuse habit or something oh. like that or hanging out with people on the outside in the streets that, you know, aren't really beneficial to him and whatever his goals and aspirations are. Wow. You just said something that like really blew my mind, man. Cause I could like I could feel, I feel like that could be an incentive, or or I feel, I feel, <laughs> or even like from a quote unquote public relations point of view regarding those various dimensions and virtual worlds. Like I feel like that's a great marketing ploy. It's kind of like 
Yeah, you know, you don't want your kids to be on drugs or out in the streets, you know, you know, kill. Just let them, let them, you know, let them stay in the world, you know what I'm saying? The gaming world or the virtual world. And that's, um, I never even thought of that because that, because like, it's like, I don't want to say it's the, I don't want to say it's the lesser of two evils, but I would say it's not, it's not really harmful, Depending on, I guess, the circumstances, and I mean, harm- yeah, I would say it depends. It definitely yeah. depends on the person, you know, how they, you know, how mature they are mentally, how in touch are they really with the real world and mm-hmm. with this virtual world, and understanding this is virtual. This is not a true reflection of reality. This isn't really how the real world works. Which, you know, the things I do have to work on with my son is at times trying to do things to get him away from the laptop. <laughs> You know, like, for instance, I'll just give him projects around the house. Like, one of the things I'm really good for doing, even though I'm capable of doing it myself, you know, I don't have a problem with a little DIY project. But because he, while I have him at home, like, you know what? Let me get him to put together this, like, table or something like that just to give him a break from that. Because my fear, too, is that if you're always just engaged virtually, it is going to, you know, hurt you a bit on the outside. Like maybe it could make you, and this might not be totally true what I'm about to say, but it could make you a little more physically lazy. (laughs) You know, you might be less likely to engage in more physical activities because you're just so used to sitting all day, probably just, you know, being online. And don't get me wrong, a lot of us, you know, even with my day job, you know, you, you are sitting a lot. A lot of us are looking at a screen at least eight hours or something a day. Part of me is like, ah, do we really need to say anything about screen time and all that? Because hell, as adults, is it any better if we're staring at a screen just because we're doing it for a paycheck, you know? So, Mm. which I will say to give my son credit to, he does design games as well and do like computer programming. So it's like he's split between that and, you know, doing his more pleasurable online activities. I knew knew he was the right person to bring on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so let me. Okay, so I want to bring up this, and I um, I put this clip in in um, <clears throat> the first episode of my um, AI VR companionship series, and this clip w- uh, came out of um, <clears throat> Inception, the the movie with Leonardo. DiCaprio. Ooh, that was a good one. Yes, I recall. Basically, Leonardo DiCaprio and his crew—they're going to get a serum. Uh, where it'll make some uh, um, somebody sleep for at least ten Ooh. hours on a flight. Yeah, damn! I wish I could have that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pace yourself, Justine. Pace yourself. <laughs> so this uh, <laughs> you might <laughs> you 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 sound to sound like a you sound to sound like a great. <laughs> Um, individual that they might sign up for these 72-hour VR worlds because you might want to be in the world. You might like where I'm about to go with this, actually. I'm just so, saying, man. I mean, shoot. I, I get it. So, no, no, you know, you got it. one of those international flights. I want to, like, sleep through most of this thing, okay? Ten, ten whole hours. I want to be unconscious. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> temporarily. Legally and temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> so... They get in the serum. They go to this guy to get the serum, and as they walk through his um, his storefront and have a little dialogue, the individual that has the serum is like, "Let me take you to the back. I want to show you something." Long story short, takes him to the back. 
And how long do they dream for? Three, four hours each day. You dream, Tom, with this compound? About 40 hours each and every day. Why do they do it? Tell him, Mr. Cobb. After a while, it becomes the only way you can dream. Do you still dream, Mr. Cobb? They come here every day to sleep. No. They come to be woken up. The dream has become the reality. <laughs> Who are you to say otherwise, sir? There's like about 10 or 12 individuals. They're just knocked out unconscious on beds, on cots or whatever. And they're in, they're, they're in other worlds. So they 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 left reality to spend time in other worlds. Like they 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 come there to live. So I, and one reason why I bring that up is because um like so like for example you were saying like like that um, lack of ability to engage with the stimuli of this physical realm in the present. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the now and uh, here and now or whatever. I think part of the narrative, and I'm elementary to all this by the way. So if anybody's listening. I'm still elementary. Oh, same, same. I am not an expert by any means. I think part of the narrative, I think, is that people will be able to function and live in these worlds, you know? And as far as, like, you know, (laughs) what goes on with their vessel, you know, as far as not utilizing it, it seems like part of the... um, part of the end-all, be-all, regardless, whether it's staying in VR world or um, for long periods of time or permanently or whatever it seems like the end all be all over the next 50 100 whatever years is the transfer of consciousness so you don't even really need your vessel anyways you know what i'm saying right mm. so, yeah you know I, one of my partners her son he he's he's a gamer he's all all <laughs> all day every day you know not to embellish too much and i you know i said i share the same things with her i'm like man this 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 it's looking that way for a, a lot of these young kids and young adults. Like I, I feel like not not all of them, but I feel like a lot of them are gonna. Uh, I I I don't really need to live in this physical realm. I can I can I, I'd rather stay in a virtual world. You know. Or, yeah, I can see that. I mean, think about this part of it, right? <laughs> you know, a lot of these kids now are on social media, right? So social media, a lot of times, is just a way for you to create a facade of what you want the world to perceive you as, right? Right. So in a way, you're already developing this character in a virtual world. It's just on a more um, static level. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I got another one for you. How about the perspective that we in a virtual reality as we speak right now and don't even pop. Oh, nope, nope. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, shit. I mean... (laughs) I mean, it's it's um it's a um it's a strange thought, uncomfortable for many, for sure. <laughs> but I I th- I think that you know, again, as as this dialogue continues to unfold over the next again five, ten, twenty years, it really is going to be about like 
questioning is like, well, what actually is reality? Because reality is relative and subjective, no matter what you think. I mean, <laughs> you have a book out, one of the most popular books, you know, regarding um, um, the journey throughout life, like As a Man Thinketh, for example, you know. And you have these perspectives like your world, like your truth is your truth. Your reality is your reality. So mm -hmm. if, if my reality is my reality and it's not yours or his or hers or theirs or whatever, then we're living in virtual dimensions anyways. We're living in separate worlds true, true. anyways consistently. You know, if my words and my thoughts create my world but not yours. <laughs> so it's like I think that, yeah, I think that a lot of these individuals will, I think, yeah, I think that'll be their truth. It'll be like how we go about existing. I think so. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever watched Black Mirror at all? Oh, all of them. Every single one. Okay, so do you remember there because when you mentioned consciousness, mm -hmm. one of the episodes I thought about was San Junipero. I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Where the folks died and they were allowed to kind of choose their own um, I don't say necessarily choose their own adventure, but they could pick a certain like time, I guess, in life or something. Mm -hmm. Like when they were young and vibrant and then they could go to these different worlds and interact with other people that were also sharing those consciousnesses oh. as well do you yeah. remember that i do not not yeah not, that not, i was like yeah. oh, mm -hmm. i could totally see that happening well now that you done um walked into another segue <laughs> speaking of black <laughs> mirrors don't forget to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called Normal LOL on iTunes, Blueberry, and other podcast platforms you visit often. So do you remember the Black Mirror episode with the two black guys and... Ooh, I know what you're going to say. where I'm going. <laughs> Because that, oh my gosh, okay. Right. So, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but damn, they got to watch that. I wish I remember the name of that one. Well, I'm a, I'm a, that I'm a, one, baby. Yes, I can definitely see that happening. These two guys were, one guy was able to be a female in the virtual world, and the other guy was able to be a male in the virtual world. And they had a relationship, a hetero relationship in the virtual world. They were just friends <laughs> in the physical realm. <laughs> Best friends. They had been childhood friends. Well, not childhood. I think they became friends in high school or college or whatever. All three of them, the uh, two black guys and the guys, one of the guys' wife. And yeah, so. <laughs> Yo, because you got me thinking about it. I was like, ah! Because I had to ask myself, what would I do in this situation? Like, what if I was the wife? Would I be comfortable with my partner engaging this way? So, so wait. Which I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil for everybody. Y'all have to see what happens with that. Mm -hmm. But wait, but, before you go, before you say that, because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a layer of questions regarding. Ah hell! <laughs> but before you get to that, I'm a, my first question regarding having relations or relationships romantic or or platonic or whatever in vr how do you feel if your son comes to you and tells you that he's in a relationship with um a robot or a an entity that's in a uh the vr world a metaverse type of world what's your first thought and feeling about that 
Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I would be a little shocked and alarmed <laughs> because part of me would be wondering because I don't know the attributes and things of this robot or whatever this virtual character is. Like, is this something that's trying to take advantage of him? Possibly. Is it designed for that to lure him to, you know, possibly scam him or something? You know, scammers be scamming all day, every day from every angle. Um, or is this really something that's genuinely there to fulfill, fulfill, excuse me, an emotional need? And if it's the latter, I wouldn't have an issue with that because, as I believe I've said on one of our episodes together, you know, humans are unpredictable. And <laughs> matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I said this on the one where you're talking about marriage. You can't, you know, everything has an expiration date a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can be so in love and into somebody one day, maybe that courtship or something lasts for years, and then maybe y'all just grow apart. Maybe one of y'all, you know, is unfaithful or something happens to break the connection. The connection changes. You know, if you have a virtual situation where you actually may have some control over that, that's probably a healthier situation because, hey, it's hard to bounce back from a breakup or, a, you know, a, uh, a connection that's changed in a matter that you may not be totally comfortable with. Right. So I can understand it from an emotional need perspective, but I would definitely be concerned about what is the angle of this uh, virtual entity? You know, is there an actual angle there? What about regarding robots? Because... And just kind of, you know, adding more to this, you know, so so that you're aware. Matter of fact, um, <clears throat> there's a clip on YouTube, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. <clears throat> and basically they're talking about sex robots as they have continued to evolve, you know. So so sex with robots is going to be a thing for sure. And um sex in the VR world. Now, now when I say sex in the VR world or metaverse type dimensions of, of sorts or whatever, um, it looks like the perspective or narrative is that you're supposed, you'll be able to wear a bodysuit and in wearing this bodysuit, you can connect to another partner regarding touch, feeling, emotions with the bodysuit on. Um, I don't know how many years out we're I think they do already have bodysuits, but I think they're very expensive. Don't quote Ooh, me on that. Of course, I'm sure, yeah. Right. So, so yeah, you know, continuing to <laughs> to add to this conversation. <laughs> yeah. If he, what if he wants to have a physical relationship with a robot? It's like, what's... You know, here's here's the positive. You can't get the robot pregnant. <laughs> you and the robot can't exchange diseases. You know, it's a sanitary practice. Um, I mean, that's one less mouth you might have to feed, less of a liability, because, again, humans aren't predictable. Mm -hmm. You know, not to drag out this situation, but look at Jonathan Majors, you know, his situation. Mm. I mean... <laughs> I would hope he doesn't have to worry about being in an abusive relationship with the robot. You know, yeah. it's like, Hey, you're here for this one thing and one thing only do the job. And that's it. There's yeah. no other connections, no other investment. So I wouldn't have a problem with it. I would get used to the idea. Cause I mean, Hey, it's a, you know, it's not exactly a quote unquote normal 
Mm -hmm. I, you know, relationship as we know um, at this current moment. But I can see the benefit in that, uh, you know, from an emotional standpoint of not wanting to engage with an actual human person and get in these sort of relationships and all the risk involved with that. But again, you know, there is that whole you are being detached from reality. How much how aware are you of understanding that this is just you know, something that you're more in control of and that's not exactly the real thing and, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding the consequences of real versus not, you know. So that that would be mainly my concern too is just where are you mentally with this? I'm going to push back on one thing. You said um, you can't catch no diseases and stuff, right? But then, How can a robot give you something? Well, well, hold on a second. Here's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, you know something I don't know? There's well, well, some robot herpes out there or something? Well, I was thinking of something that might be might be worse um, regarding, you know, relations. Like, what if you with the robot and it's short circuit? Why? <laughs> Ooh, uh, death becomes a... Yeah, I mean... Hey, man, the way I look at it, this is going to be a machine, so there's... I imagine there's going to be all types of warnings on there, so... <laughs> hey, man, pleasure at your own risk is all I can say. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If the climax is worth it, if the juice is worth the squeeze, you know, hey. This made me think of uh, them, uh, <laughs> them infomercials that come on them all them channels where it's like yeah this this drug will make you happy and will cure this or whatever and then you know at the end of the um, infomercial it'll be like but you might die you might get cancer you might <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like that I with robots you're, this you're like robot well damn right the, sy- the, the damn symptoms i could get are worse than what the hell i'm trying to treat right now <laughs> they're gonna be like that with the robot they're gonna be like this robot right here yeah it'll satisfy all your needs you'll be happy yeah. no problems but you might get electrocuted. You might. <laughs> but hey, hey, but you know what? Here's the thing. Every damn thing is a risk in this life. Just waking out of bed. Hell, you could trip and fall and fucking bust your head open and die. That's you right. know, that's right. OK, so I got those people that get murdered in their sleep. You know what I'm saying? Hell, there's been people that have died during the act of sex. Man, you're going to make me call on Jesus tonight, man. I don't even I don't even know that dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get on my knees, man, before I go to sleep tonight. Come on, man. Just keep relax, huh? I'm just You're right, You're right. I mean, this is just right. the reality. You You're know, right. there's, a, there's a yin and yang to it all. You're right. You're right. I agree 100%. So, <clears throat> one more question regarding children, right? Your, your youngest is 18, correct? Correct. Okay, so let me ask you another question because you are a parent. Let's just say that they were still below the age of 18 and this is a question that I've I've asked a few people as I have friends that don't want to have nothing to do with VR don't want to think about it don't want to cross paths with what it's all about don't want to think about AI whatever it's kind of like this is thing that's distant in the future it's not my business right now of course I'm like I don't know if that's a good idea or not I don't know I don't know but my question to you as a parent is if your children were not of age yet where they are now, would you feel it necessary or essential to know how these dimensions and VR worlds work? Meaning, um, would you want to put on the um, goggles or headset or whatever or 
you know, the contacts, you know, because I know they'll have contacts and glasses regarding VR and AR and stuff like that. <clears throat> Would you want to, you know, um, you know, do your research and know like how to maneuver in those worlds so you know what your children, so you're aware of what your children are into, or would you rather just not have nothing to do with it and let them, you know, explore on their own and it is what it is? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I would want to know. I mean, as a parent of a minor child, you are responsible for your child's actions, you know, whether it's directly or indirectly. You know, it falls on the parent a lot of times. So I think it would be negligent on my part as a parent if I did not understand what my child is giving so much attention to. Because you don't know. I mean, for all I know, what if it's a ground for... I don't know, people that are child sex offenders mm. or something are out there mm. and learning and trying to get these kids, you know? So I would want to know what's going on because your kids aren't going to know any better. They're just looking at, oh, this is cool and fun. You know, they're not looking at risk analysis or anything with these things. So as an adult, that's for me to protect my kids. So part of that protection is I need to know what's going on here if my child is going to be engaging in something like that. I respect that. That's cool. Okay. Now let's talk about you, Miss Justy. Oh no. <laughs> let's get a little personal. <laughs> let's get a little personal. <clears throat> okay, so you know, we've had discussions about relationships and you know your thoughts and feelings on how you go about uh your journey at the present moment regarding relationships and stuff like that, right? Would that be just off the top, would that be something that you would ever be interested in? Or is that this like way not traditional? <laughs> you know, not, Are you saying like a robot? A ro- either or a robot or, you know, per, um, engaging in a, an, an actual relationship or affair in a virtual world, um, a, 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 a studio virtual setting. And again, you can actually, it's an actual relationship with mm-hmm. physical touch and everything like would you would you consider i could see myself doing that you, you're very for i could yeah you're very forward thinking i guess yeah i mean here's the thing you, you know i'm more of an introverted type person and i feel like at this point in life you know i've dealt with enough human bullshit okay so why not try and see what the virtual type is like i, I might be a lot more satisfied mm. and the nice thing about it too is you can tap in and out when you want to. Mm. As a word, when you are with a human, you got to show up a certain amount or it's going to be a problem. Mm. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, so I like that part, the convenience of it. I can give it attention when I want the attention, you know? Not only, not only difference I would say, if, if, if you're engaging in the, in the um, VR world, the person you would have a relationship with, now that would be probably an actual person. So you might not be able to Well, we're going to lay the groundwork like, baby, oh. I'm logging in between these hours <laughs> and these days. Um, here's my schedule coming up for the next week. So you can know when I'm available and not because Justine has an agenda. <laughs> she has a routine and she's got shit to do, baby. Wow. I respect you know, it's just boundaries. It would be a different way that you can set boundaries. I respect your honesty and transparency on that. That's real. And I think it's like... So I got into a nice little, it was a fun debate actually with a partner of mine about, um, so, so this, this was, this was the question. The question was, the question was, if you, 
if you're intimate with your partner, right? And between you two being intimate, you use a vibrator. Like an it's like added seasoning or whatever, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. It just spices up. Spices the situation. up right, right. Yeah. I, I was it's like, like putting whipped cream on a slice of pie or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's the difference between that and your man coming to you and saying, or female, whatever, and saying, Hey, I wanna add, have a threesome and I want the threesome to be with the robot. Would you you know you'd be down for that? And you know, <laughs> couldn't answer the question. It was a very difficult question to answer, but you know, she gave her response and you know that was that. But I mean I'm 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 intrigued as like how some men and women, I'm intrigued with how they will dialogue about that because of that very reason, because vibrators are a machine. It is a machine. And I know the argument is going to be like, but it's not our robot and blah, blah, blah. I, I know that. Nevertheless, let's, let's rewind back for a second. <clears throat> let's rewind back. Because we're talking about state of the art, you know, state of the art type of things going on right now, right? Right, right. When the vibrator came out, and I think it was late 1800s, if I'm correct, don't quote me on that. That was considered state of the art. I can only imagine the first, this is, this is just my imagination, the first 50 to 100 women that first heard about this thing. It was like, there's this new thing. Imagine your friend coming to you saying, <laughs> hey, there's this thing that you put batteries in or plug into the wall, whatever they was using. You use right. it for pleasure. <laughs> I, I know women was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You know what I'm saying? They're like, what? We don't have to use cucumbers anymore? Right. This is tremendous. Cucumbers, Let's carrots, go. grapefruits. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, my thing is, like, that was state-of-the-art then, right? And women proceeded to move forward with that. Probably didn't care how men thought about it. And I, I get it. I know that this is the patriarchy and men more than likely deserve that because men were gone. Men were, you know, yeah. I get it. Shit, they was doing their own shit on the side a lot of that the time. That too, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, right? I Now, here's the irony. Here's the twist, right? The twist is, it's like reverse these days. You know what I'm saying? It's like men are kind of, <laughs> don't have the jobs, not the breadwinners anymore like they used to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have this thing called incels. I don't know if you've heard of incels before. Yeah, I've heard of them. You got incels. I was about to say another word, but I'm going to keep it clean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, arguably, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking those men, I'm not speaking for myself, I'm thinking those men in particular, their argument is going to be like, there's just not enough for us anyways. Why not, you know, usher in this movement anyways? You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. <clears throat> I say all that to say that, yeah, I, th I think that men are going to utilize uh, female robots and females or whatever in, you know, these VR um, extra dimensional worlds also. And yeah, I wonder what that, I wonder oh, what that yeah. dialogue is going to be like. W would you be okay with your partner, by the way, you know, combining <laughs> your partner came you was like hey you know so we're together and i also just want to let you know that i have a relationship with this robot and i or i have a relationship in the vr metaverse world like what are your thoughts on that 
Uh, see, I feel like that's like a kind of a layered question because I would I would need details like, okay, what is the extent of this like VR relationship, this robot relationship? Like, how often are you using the robot? I do not want to know exactly what it is you're doing with the robot. Like, I want to know because if it's something that I know I'm not willing to do, fucking have at it, okay? Like, because I, I already know what I'm gonna want to do and what I'm definitely not going to want right. to do. So if the robot can fulfill those needs, listen. Get with her. Get with him, them, whatever. <laughs> you know? Uh, why not? Because, hey, let's face it, that's a problem with a lot of people that do have those physical relationships is that everybody's not sexually compatible. You know? So if the robot can fulfill that need without it causing any, you know, without you having to bring a human into the situation on the side that I don't even know about. Yeah, I'm, I would be totally fine with that. Now, as far as the virtual reality, again, I'd have to, you know, ask more questions about that. Like, how deep is this? How much have you known this person? Like, just I'd want to know how invested they've been in that um, for me to really say, OK, I'm cool with it or not, you know. Um, but I would be open to it because I realize as a person that I can't be everything to um, everyone, so, you know, I wouldn't want to feel like I'm being selfish or holding that person back, especially if they're being upfront with me about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, you know, hey, you're being upfront with me about it. Yeah. So, and I would want to know where, well, what is my role in your life then at this point if you have this going on, this going on? So, definitely have to be a huge conversation. That's just so interesting. But I'm not against it. Right, right. What, what, what are your thoughts on like the, um, certain emotions coming to the surface as far as competition and jealousy are concerned. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if I ever feel like I have to compete, I will immediately, I'm out. Here, I've made the decision for you because I shouldn't have to feel like I'm in competition with anyone but my damn self. <laughs> that's real. So, I mean, that's just the way I look at it. I mean, if it's, I'm not gonna, I'm not that person. Like, I just feel like as who I am, mm -hmm. I've never really been a competitive person. And that's yeah. probably held me back in certain aspects of my life. But part of it's just like, I don't feel like I need to jump up and down to prove something to someone. It's either you believe it, you see it, you receive it, or you don't. You know, so that that's just how I look at. It. I shouldn't have to go above and beyond, you know, to win someone over, so to speak. Yeah, true, true. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you what. I, I love the way this is going, but I wanna break this up into two episodes. So let's close this one out and part two of my conversation with Justine Monique. is gonna happen on the next episode. We're gonna continue regarding the conversation and dialogue around VR, AR, AI. OPP <laughs> all the letters of the alphabet we're going to continue that on the next episode okay and, and I already know I already know she wants to ask me some questions regarding AI and VR uh, companionship so we'll do that on the next episode peace y'all don't forget to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called Normal LOL on iTunes Blueberry and other podcast platforms you visit often Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.